Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Arts Action Week in Minnesota. The arts have taken a huge hit over the last two years. 57% of creative workers went on unemployment during COVID, and Minnesota lost $2.2 billion in revenue. Help Minnesota Citizens for the Arts pass the bill to grant COVID relief to the arts and cultural groups who were hurt by the pandemic. It's Arts Action Week, and we need your help to show that people across the state want to see funding for the arts. Learn more and sign up at artsmn.org or use my talk keyword, arts. Great show. They're in, they're in for a real treat. Those those women cover everything, and they're all such good singers. All right, Brittany, I'm going to bring up a subject because Julia's gone, and I know that you won't roll your eyes at me. You know, both of you do this to me, and I love it because, um, like, you both will say, we're going to talk about this because the other person's gone, and I love it because it makes me feel special and I love hearing about, I know what you're going to talk about, the Royals. The Royals. Well, this is kind of a juicy, This is all the stories probably are juicy, but this is something that Princess Diana's brother, Charles Spencer, was really, he was really the driving force in the campaign because it came out last year um, by a retired senior judge and he found that Martin Bashir used deceitful behavior to get the interview that rocked, you know, um, it was watched by 23 million, million people in Britain at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was 1995, and she discussed the breakdown of her relationship with Charles, famously saying, well, there were three of us in this marriage. Mm-hmm. And it just sent shockwaves through the monarchy. So... Anyway, the deceitful behavior in this report last year suggested that uh, Martin Bashir's, um, that they, and he worked for the BBC at the time, um, showed Diana's brother a fake bank statement that falsely suggested that Diana's inner circle were being paid to spy on her. He, the judge also said that the BBC obscured Martin Bashir's misconduct for decades. I have no idea what the Jackson family is planning on doing, but if you remember, Martin Bashir famously did a very terrible interview with Michael Jackson where he just, remember that one? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you don't, but that was Martin Bashir and Michael Jackson sat down. So after the report was made public, Diana's son's 
um, William and Harry issued a rare statement together just blistering the BBC for their culture of exploitation and unethical practices that contributed to their mother's fear, paranoia, and isolation and allowed a rogue reporter to trick her into doing the interview, uh, which was 25 years ago. Grant, do we have a little, is there, I don't know how long the audio is. It's about two minutes. Yeah, let's check it out. Okay, I, you might hear a repeat of some of what I've said. Yeah, that's Go okay. Ahead. Yeah, good morning to you, George. That's right. The BBC is now paying a substantial sum in damages as well as, quote, apologizing unreservedly to Patrick Jefferson. Now, he was Princess Diana's trusted right-hand man for eight years, and she was made to believe that he was being paid to spy on her, which ultimately led to her agreeing to do that explosive panorama interview. This morning, a royal reckoning more than 25 years after the bombshell BBC Panorama interview watched by 23 million people in 1995, the BBC now paying Princess Diana's former private secretary, Patrick Jefferson, a substantial sum and saying that they apologize for the harm caused to him as a result of the interview. He resigned very soon afterwards, so his career was blighted. What really haunted him was that Diana went to her death thinking that he had betrayed her. Overnight, Jefferson telling the Telegraph, the princess died thinking I had betrayed her after eight rewarding but often difficult years in which we had worked so closely to suddenly discover what had happened, that it wasn't a misunderstanding but a calculated, cold-blooded act of deception is still very hard to process. Last year, an independent investigation found that Diana was duped into giving the revealing interview in which she spoke about Prince Charles's affair with Camilla Parker Bowles, saying, Quote, there were three of us in this marriage. The interview was a major contribution to making my parents' relationship worse and has since hurt countless others. Diana's brother, Lord Spencer, alleged Martin Bashir used forged bank statements to try and illustrate that members of Diana's inner circle, including Jefferson, were being paid to gather intel on the princess. Bashir, who conducted the interview for the BBC, released this statement after the investigation last year, saying, I apologize then and I do so again now. On Thursday, Lord Spencer reacted to news of the settlement, saying, the right result, appalling what Patrick Jefferson had to go through as a result of grotesque journalism. And of course, Princess Diana and Charles, they divorced the following year. Yeah. But I, she gave that interview in, in 1995, and Jepson is uh, donating the money. Um, he's using whatever he had to pay for his legal costs, but he's donating the money to a children's hospice in her memory. And he did write a book in... 2000 called shadows of a princess which in itself was controversial because he revealed that diana was a woman who she just felt so rejected by this very cold royal family and she would do things that the royal family would consider unstable because she was just trying to change the fact that it's Groundhog Day every day, all day. You know, the royal family doesn't change. It's the same, it's the same, it's the same. And it just said it just drove her quite simply mad. And people, he, he, people were mad about him that she wrote about that. But he said for 
all of the, you know, the ways that they, you know, would try and explain how things work, they were so awful to her. I mean, it's hard to wrap your head around that kind of environment. I mean, like, I'll, I go here, I go to work, I go to school, I, you know, hang out with my <laughs> husband. I can't imagine if somebody came up to me and was like, by the way, one of your dog walkers is trying to sabotage you. Like, what? You know what I mean? Like, we, I can't fathom it. And I, it's wild to think so many things have happened for this man's career because of that kind of lying. And, and when you think about kind of, I mean, I, I don't want to say sound like a conspiracy person, but when you think about, you know, the way they were driving that night in that tunnel and, and her wanting to get away from everything, a lot of this stems back to that. I mean, when you live your life terrified. Yeah, you, and she died just two years later. Yeah. I, you know, I, after that interview. the When you find, I mean, I have never hit that kind of betrayal in my life. I can only imagine. But when somebody you're really close to and you feel like you've been betrayed on a level like that in a world like that, I, I can't wrap my head around it. And it was all a big lie. And it was a lie. And that's what's so painful to think about, that she had, you know, a very small group of people she trusted and then was told, you don't even have that. And it wasn't true. I know. All right, listen, Brittany, I hope you're ready to give us some random thoughts. You've been giving us good, deep thoughts. Yeah, I was born random. I can do this. (laughs) Okay, we'll be right back. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. It's just random. That's what I wanted random. to hear. Random. Just random. It's random. I don't know. He got cheek implants. Uh, first off, <laughs> happy birthday to my brother Jordan. He called hey. in. A, I think last week was he, he call in? Yeah, when we had the little Sam. Uh, wi- Sam. Uh, from oh, and Jared Paladecki. Yeah. Paladecki. Sam what, what, from. Um, um, uh, What's the show called? From Supernatural. Supernatural. Yeah, Lori, I feel like... And I for- Walker. I, yeah, I Walker. forgot to tell you. So uh, he got interviewed, and he mentioned my brother in this interview, so we had Jordan <gasps> on to talk about it. Yeah. It was cool. It was pretty fun. Uh, so happy birthday, Jordan. Um, okay, I want to know your guys' thought on this. So with a lot of inflation, we've got gas prices going up, you know, um, dealing with people not being able, not getting the workforce they need. Prices are rising on things. Would you rather... Love it. Would you rather have um, less of a product or the product price go up? So let's say your favorite cookies, they take five out or make the price go up and give you the same amount in the packaging. I've heard about this. Um, Mm. This is a tactic. This is a tactic. Yeah. But tell me, like, what would you prefer? Like, I mean, especially if we're, if we're being in the if day. If it's my favorite thing? Yeah. Like, would you rather that? i pay for it. You know, the consistency of the same size. You the like same that better. size, my favorite thing. I'm not going to, there's a few, if it's something that I want, especially food. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sacrifice the amount. Okay. How about you, Lori? Would you rather have the same amount or the price go uh, up? Oh, wait. Same. I'm trying. Yeah. 
Uh, well, I, you know, my mind just, we could, all of this could just be fixed if we, Carlos the Jackal or some kind of a black, black ops assassin team got together and took <laughs> out you-know-who. Okay, well, then, okay, so that'll then be we wouldn't choice. have to have any of this. Well, a lot of companies are choosing for the less product route. They don't want things to rise. Uh, so uh, one of them that took this cause up, which I thought was super funny, Dorito bags will now have five fewer chips. Five fewer chips in their bags. They're calling it shrinkflation when uh, the idea that <laughs> they take out something because of inflation. Um, and they're not the only ones. There's a couple other ones that are, are jumping on this where they kind of change up. One that really bugs me that's coming up is uh, Crest, like toothpaste. Like, I don't enjoy having, like, a less container of toothpaste. I'm just going to have to buy a new one sooner. Crest went to a 3.8 ounce toothpaste instead of 4.1 and kept the price the same. So I think I'm on Grant's page where I would rather the price just go up a little bit than lose. But that five chip thing to me is very funny. It's also very deceiving because they keep the packages the same yeah. size. Yeah. So you think you're going to buy like your typical, let's just say, you know, like they've got those little cups of Cheez-Its or a little mini bag. Well, you th- yeah. you're getting that same bag. But if you look at the corner, the ounce per ba- package is smaller. But you'll never notice for the average person who doesn't know that this is going on right now. They won't even know they're paying more for less. And Haven't then- they've been doing this for years. Yes. I mean, yeah. didn't we start noticing this like 10 years ago that everything we're, we're like, wow, the old Dutch double chip bag really doesn't hold it's half air yes and and lately though they've been more public about it because they don't want that backlash and that's why (laughs) doritos is coming out saying let's be honest we're getting rid of five chips and then a part of me that likes it looks at like the psychology of snacking is like all right well if they could take out five chips and that's like a hundred less calories for me like maybe maybe that's okay like maybe if i still get the same (laughs) gratification but then again i digress absolutely because this is random thoughts yeah. Um, here's something that probably won't shock some people, but women suffer more migraines than men. So there's well, duh. <laughs> putting up with us, <laughs> right? <laughs> I guarantee you, I can admit to that for sure. So, uh, well, say one in four women has migraines, and it turns out that they are affected three times more. Uh, women are affected three times more likely than men. Now you I thought might, it was because of your period that, that some women get terrible migraines, a certain percentage of women, when the onset of their menzies um, appear. I just love being able to say the onset of your menzies. It I, just doesn't happen often. I'm so annoyed with you because you are nailing this. Absolutely, you're right. So that's the big thing. It's the hormones. And they talk about the main culprit is estrogen. <laughs> And they, th- you know, the funny thing is about the brain and migraines is there's more unknown than there is known. And the yep. complexity, like the complex nature of a migraine in itself is wild. Like when anybody who's ever had to deal with migraines knows this, that a lot of times it's a lot of let's try this, let's try that, let's try this. And not, you know, always knowing what exactly is. But they're saying that estrogen would be the main culprit in all of this. And is uh, a lot of times when the um, that hormone starts kicking in, that's when you start dealing with migraines on a more yeah, regular I've, level. I've, I've never had a migraine. And I should have broken up with a guy I dated once who I brought to Hawaii. And we stayed at two lovely five-star resorts. And both of them... 
for so fancy, he got a migraine from both of them. I should have dumped him right then and there. How long did it take you to break up with him? Well, I did really enjoy dancing and doing other things with him, so it might have taken me like... You still had that haze? You still had the haze? Yeah, we were still in the haze, but yeah, he literally, he's like, this place is so fancy, I'm getting a migraine, and I was just like, what "What are you talking about? What? Yeah, I don't... I I don't know, son, I mean, people don't know why a migraine will just come on sometimes. I know. Really don't. Yeah, my I, I I've got people in my family deal with migraine. I as well as I've never been very lucky. A lot of things I'm dealing with now pregnant or for the first time ever, like getting yeah. headaches on a regular basis and things like that. Like I was just telling Colleen that um acid reflux was something I've never had until I was pregnant. Oh. And then I'm like, what? Why do they call it like the cutest thing ever? They call it oh heartburn. Eh. I, I can't believe people deal with that on the regular. That's insane <laughs> to me. Like, yeah. Oh, Grant, have you ever had a migraine? Oh, yeah. I, I've left the show a couple oh, times. Remember? Yeah. I mean, I've had I get them. Oh, OK, I, li- I literally in my pocket right now. I have uh, Imitrex right here for the fact that if it ever comes up, I can take it right away. Because if I don't have yeah. that, I will cripple me, cripple me. And how long? Wow. How? I know. I know Julia some, uh, sometimes gets a migraine but i've i've never had one in my life and i I guess if you don't get them you're lucky yes okay it's really quickly we're about to jump into aries season so aries will run from march 21st to april 19th so if you have those birthdays coming up just a heads up aries are sometimes the worst people ever but they are (laughs) ambitious and i think that a good present for them you can get them is a spa day, high-end makeup, or if you're really crazy, diamonds. They love diamonds. So there you go. All right. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. Oh, Those no are problem. excellent. Hollywood! Oh, I'm so glad Julia's not here to yell at me for singing so well. In fact, Lori, I'm so glad you're here because Julia told me that there is no way you would stand for my melodic voice singing out, Hollywood! Hollywood, speak it! I do. I do stand for it. Thank and, you. And thank you. Thank you. I do I, stand for I it. I knew you'd yes. love it. All right. I got a Hollywood speak for you, mm. uh, Brittany. We're, we're going to, I think you're going to be able to do this. You'd so, be surprised. Um, Real Housewives of New York um, cast mem- member, legendary recording artist, uh, Luanne DeLesseps, has had a long public battle with alcohol. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she's sober, sometimes she's not. On the last season of Roni Loose, which was in the sober position, but yesterday, Page Six reported that the ex-countess got kicked out of a gay piano bar for being a drunken fool. <gasps> and the crowd, she, the crowd started booing her, and she had bad words to say. And here's the quote. She was at the townhouse, in case you're wondering where is a great gay piano bar in New York, the townhouse. And um, uh, her, the friend that she uh, was with said that Luann was just simply being uh, uh, the belle of the ball and was just a little bit tipsy. Mm, no, my every part of my body is on fire with this story. I have been... I've, I had to retire from drinking about 11 years ago. And let me tell you, I have been belligerent 
at many a gay bars, never been kicked out. The work that she had to do as a gay icon to get kicked right. out of a gay karaoke piano bar is beyond me. And yeah. and she was coming out to Lori saying like, no, I don't remember it that way. I sang a couple songs and decided to retire at midnight because I ha- my producer had an early morning and every other account, including videos of it, are like, no, we were begging for her to leave. I guess she kept going yeah. to what was like, don't you know, money can't buy you class. And they're like, we only know the classics. And she's like, it is a classic. Oh, no. And also, whenever someone describes you getting kicked out of a gay piano bar, as you said, being, you know, kind of iconic and loved as the bell of the ball that is just code for wasted off her you know what oh i know and you know of course i i totally feel for her and her sobriety but there yes. is um i saw her here and i watched uh her clips uh online uh and i have to say i think it was probably similar caliber uh of the online clips as well uh when she performed here I I hope she gets well. I like her a lot better, even though we love our hot messes. I like her a lot better sober. Um, she, when she was on the Ultimate Girls Trip, she was actually fun because she was sober. Um, oh, yeah. And pulls less of like the Countess Luann stuff. So even though I know we, we like to tease and give her a hard time, I do hope she gets her, her stuff together. Same. I do, too. Okay, how about this one? Pete Davidson backs out of going on the dildo-shaped Blue Origin spaceship. <laughs> um, uh, any any thoughts as to why he backed out of this experience? You know, I, w- I was reading this, and I, I was kind of wondering myself in the sense that, like, I wonder if it was a backlash thing, or I wonder if, you know, right now he's just dealing with a lot of heat. Um, or I, I want to say he came to his senses and realized... It's just what such a, waste a of money. Yeah, a silly waste of money. $250,000 to go up for 15 minutes. I do think Pete Davidson would be that guy who would say, eh, that's a waste of money. And okay, now he's not going to be able to say, wow, this might be the highest I've ever been. Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't need it for his uh, comedic stuff. I, really and truly, I think he just backed out of it because he's like, you know what, $250,000. That's dumb for 15 minutes. Especially right now where it's like that money can go somewhere else and benefit so much. It's hard. That's a hard one right now to rationalize. Uh, And I... Doing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I know. And geez, I mean, what does it say about Jeff Bezos Bezos that he made his spaceship look like so many familiar dildos. <laughs> beloved dildos, thank you very Be- much. Beloved. <laughs> and and really a real wiener because it does come complete with the mushroom cap. And it's not up for very long. Hey. <laughs> ah, bingo. Just the right amount of time. 15 minutes. <laughs> I mean, allegedly. Not my, not anyone I would know. Oh, but yeah, 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 yeah. Justin's not listening. No, no of no. course not. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, this is a housewife, another housewife one. I'm trying to keep them in the lanes that I know you can oh, be on fire. So Teresa Judice was on with uh, Andy Cohen the other night and just uh, uh, in a spandex one piece with long sleeves, it's just a mess just mm-hmm. because Kim Kardashian's wearing it. Shouldn't you 
she shouldn't wear. But anyway, she was asked by Andy, who is the shadiest person on the planet, mm -hmm. about um, how many bridesmaids. And she said, oh, I'm going to have eight. And he said, oh, is Melissa one of them? And she says, well, no. And, you know, so anyway, Melissa was on a show yesterday and was asked about that. And here's what she said. I wish her nothing but happiness. Oh, I, you know what? It's so funny. So I watched uh, Teresa on this interview and I thought to myself, because I know Melissa was watching because she just expects oh, that she's going to be shaded. I bet you anything at that moment, she was kissing everyone she loved and saying, thank all the gods in heaven. I thank you so much. Being Teresa's bridesmaid would have been the worst thing in the world, um, especially for True. marrying this guy, this Louie guy. Uh, we keep finding more and more out about. But yeah, I think at the end of the day, even though that it looks like shade to Melissa, she's the luckiest lady alive. And, and yeah, I think you're right. And I think when she said that, that's like kind of like a bless your <laughs> bless your heart kind of a thing. Totally. Yeah, she's real happy because this thing with this Louie guy I is going to end in tears. And I hope she has a prenup. Yeah, me too. Yeah. All right, good. Well, we'll see you on the other side of the hour because we're going to play Happy Hour Trivia with oh. Grant. Yeah.